All Charisma, No Int is a sexy, violent podcast for a mature audience. You can find the content warnings in our episode description. Two, are you okay? Uh, two, two, like, turns the javelin over in their hands a few times. And then they turn to look at you, Renee, and you, River, since you're both sort of standing there. Do you mind if I take this? Sure. It's, it's yours. I mean, I think we're all going to get rods at some point, so... I have this fancy uh, silver one, and you have that uh, stabby stabby one. You see River get really excited. Darling, why the longsword face? Is something bothering you? Oh, my sweet little rapier. It's these damnable so-called adventurers. Anyway, you slice it, they're just not very professional at all. Very funny, dear. I'm serious. Look, taking a rest on the job, quarreling amongst themselves, playing popular music, none of them are very sharp. Oh, gods, here we go. Their only redeeming quality has been the half-naked one's extensive knowledge of edges. The man knows his swords, I'll give him that. I think you might have missed the point, darling. Ah, good one. But most egregious of all, they break into our trophy room, interrupt our nap, and... uh, I can't bear to say it. It's quite all right, dear. They've snapped you in twain, my love. I'm so sorry. Without you, I couldn't continue the fight. It shattered my resolve. I believe they literally shattered you. Well, anyway... All that to say, I intend to do something about it. Darling, I'm afraid you can't do anything. You're a sword, dear. No, right. Then how am I talking right now? I believe we're a figment of the Blue One's imagination. Uh, Even so, I shall write the Adventurer's Guild post-haste. Darling, please. Filing a formal complaint, of course. What is it they say, dear? The quill is mightier than the sword? Yes, that's it. (sighs) If you must. Welcome to All Charisma, No End. A D&D podcast for broken-hearted anti-heroes that think they can never love again. <laughs> I am your DM and orphan school substitute, Anna Obara. <laughs> this is a podcast where three questionably competent adventurers navigate a world of magic, mystery, and stealing antiquities while trying to survive the everyday trials <laughs> of life. And playing those bungling adventurers today are... Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and I play Rene Julian Vincenzo LeBlanc. The unique physiology of Rene's species means that he's able to hold his breath indefinitely. I'll let you use your imagination for how that might be useful. <laughs> Diving. Holding, holding your breath contest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, all when, valid. Uh, <laughs> it means that you won't drown a horrible, horrible death, hopefully. I I don't know Hopefully. how the DM's going to rule that, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Renee can't swim. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, as long as you don't stop holding your breath. And don't become incapacitated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hi, I'm Lex and I play too. There are many things that contribute to their angst. First, they're a teenager. Second, they're completely misunderstood all of the time. Third, their new family dynamic is really confusing. Like, is Nick's mom? Is Renee dad? If so, why aren't they together? Is it something he did? God, why is, does everyone suck so much? <laughs> Who's Clover in this situation? Clover's the pet dog. Okay. Clover? Who's what about River? River? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think... River is like, even though he's the older one, he's two still views River as like closer to his age than Renee. So 
<laughs> that's why Renee is dad <laughs> and Nick's his mom. So. God. River's the weird sibling that lives on the roof. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like the older sibling who's into. Or maybe edgy River's art. like the goldfish <laughs> that he had to flush. Oh my Jesus God. <laughs> every, every time two flushes the toilet, Shratra. <laughs> I'm just impressed we have a we have working plumbing. <laughs> I don't think we pay our plumbing bill, whatever. This <laughs> is a toilet. <laughs> Municipal water bill. Um Nick's make sure your bills are paid. That's very nice of them. I mean, <laughs> it, it's paid with your money. They just make sure they are paid. It's, it's still very <laughs> nice for them to be responsible. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm Kyle Sweeney and I play River of Stars, a hot, dumb bardlock. As a displaced elf, most of his friends are dead. But the good news <laughs> is that he only has max 850 more years of this. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, that puts it into perspective. I mean Okay, thanks for that. We're gonna be long gone. <laughs> we're a footnote in River's life. The best footnote, <laughs> but a footnote nonetheless. Well that's yeah, depressing. so far. So course, far the best footnote. But yeah, eight hundred fifty more years, who knows? <laughs> well, I the way it's going, he'll die in battle before any of us, so <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Well, all right. Let's go ahead and move on to announcements. Nothing major to report. We do have a Discord. And if you would like to join the Discord and chat with us or chat with other people, you can find the link on our website or also find it on our social media. So Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Are we on threads? We are on threads. Okay. Uh, any of those places. Uh, Reddit. Also, have a Patreon. If you would like to support us, uh, feel free to go over to patreon.com slash alkanoent and uh, feel free to subscribe to our Patreon. And speaking of a quick shout out to our heroes, Euro subscriber, Carol. Uh, we appreciate your support. And for everyone else who has been listening, sharing, we appreciate everyone. Um, of course, we appreciate those of you who have been, who have been accosting your friends, your neighbors, people on the street that you don't know. Um, making sure that everyone is listening, um, keep up the good work and without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into the world of Ruined. After looting all the goods out of the trophy room, what do you all do next? Is everyone done playing with their new toys? Yeah, I think River has has put everything in the bag of holding, so he doesn't have anything left to play with. <laughs> <laughs> um, did Renee put his new walking stick in there? First of all, it's not a walking stick. <laughs> Second of all, no. Uh no, he he tied like uh some 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 rope, some silk rope or or linen or something around each end and he's got it slung over his back. Gotcha. Uh then two's going to make for the door. Okay. Oh my god, it opens. That's like erotic. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you step through the door and step into uh, yet another corridor. Straight ahead of you, uh, you can see that uh, maybe a couple hundred feet, the hallway turns to the left, but just maybe about 10 feet from the door, 
The hallway turns to the left, and you notice something somewhat familiar. I was going to say that Two catches the sight of a statue from the corner of his eye and just wants to keep walking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (sighs) So, River and Renee, uh, you both start walking down the hallway immediately to your left, and Two, you reluctantly follow. And about 30 feet, you come across another black marble statue. And this one is a bald figure with a hood pulled up and a shroud obscuring his face. He has two sets of hands. One pair of hands is holding a book while another hand holds a lantern aloft. And a fourth hand is just held in the air with two fingers held together, almost like in a peace sign. Like the first two, very lifelike, very detailed. The fabric looks as though if you were to reach out and touch it, it would be very soft and supple. You're welcome to make a religion check to see if you recognize who is depicted in the statue. Renee would definitely like to do that. Oh, what a river. <laughs> That's a nat 20. <laughs> uh, 15 total. Okay, so both of you recognize this to be the philosopher. And both of you would know that the philosopher is known for knowledge, patience, things like uh, literature and innovation. This is a god that people like scholars and writers and inventors and people like wizards would typically worship. And surprisingly, you, River, know a lot about this (laughs) god. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe maybe this was like the patron god of orphan school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. You guys talked a lot about the philosopher in orphan school. You know that the constellation associated with the philosopher is the lantern. It is a set of 15 stars in the sky that come together to make up the lantern. And the holy symbol for the philosopher is an inverted triangle with three circles intersect at the center. Renee's looking at River to see if he is recognizing as well. Yeah, I think River's just like, oh, I know this one. Yeah, he was the um, he's the god of uh, orphan school. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I had, I had to walk past his statue like literally every day. Huh. Well, I guess you uh, learn something new every day. I bet this guy's riddle is going to be really hard. <laughs> I think uh, River leans in to get a look at uh, any writing. There is a bronze plaque at the base of the statue, just like the other two statues before it, with words written in Elvish. Speak these words and answer my question to receive God's blessing. I live in the past but was born in the present. Though time does pass, I have no future. What am I? And that is for you, River, to pass along to your companions however you see fit. Um, I mean, he'll do his best to tra- to translate. <laughs> you said, uh, born in the present, but lived in the past? I live in the past, but was born in the present. And then what was the, what was the last part? Though time does pass, I have no future. I can post it for you guys. Or do you want me to just send it to you? You can post it for everyone. (laughs) I I don't want to drill everyone again. I feel like River is like just trying to think back to orphan school. Like, I'm sure that they got drilled into like all sorts of fucking riddles. (laughs) Uh, Especially with this guy. (laughs) Um, Memory? Do you say that in common? In Elvish. (laughs) Upon saying the word memory out loud in Elvish, the base of the statue begins to give off a soft blue glow. Fifteen points of light 
begin to shine on the wall behind the statue. Lines of light connect between the points until they form the constellation of a lantern. The constellation disappears, and in its place, a door materializes, slowly creaking open. Two is just looking at River like he just grew a second head. <laughs> River, that, that was so fast. I, I mean, I barely had time to think about it. <laughs> yeah, classic philosopher riddle. <laughs> just walks past the statue into the other room. <laughs> as Renee's going to just look at Two as, as they approach, like, did you know he was capable of this? <laughs> Yeah, you're going to get a rare bonding moment and get a bit of a, like, a shrug, like, oh, fucking no. (laughs) (laughs) Like the others, the room is barely 20 feet long. At the end, against the wall sits a single white chest decorated with ornate gold filigree. Do you open the chest? Yes. Inside the chest is a clear glass orb surrounded by a golden wire cage. Inside is swirling wisps of smoke that almost bear resemblance to real-world objects. Oh, sick, an orb. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, maybe you can keep this one. It's probably not essential to the, um, you know, puzzle room thingy. Hmm. Yeah, well, I'm not... I'm not getting attached. <laughs> I think he picks it up. River? Yes. <laughs> would you would you like to make an arcana check? <laughs> sure. I thought maybe you were going to have me make a save for a yep, second. <laughs> same here. Same. That would be uh, neat. Arcana. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so close to being 15, but it's an 8. Oh, good job. It's a really pretty orb. Uh, yep, I was right. Sick orb. We'll hand it off to, uh, let's say he'll hand it off to two. Oh, great. Thanks. Two takes it. Two has, uh, like, leather gloves on at all times. So I think at first, like, the leather, like, squeaks against the, <laughs> the cage. And they look a little bit uncertain about whether or not they'll drop it and smash it. Um <laughs> I'll I'll try to figure out what it is, but I'm also terrible at this. Okay. That is a five, so that is an eight. That's just a five. I don't even get it. Modify it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's really pretty inside as it just kind of swirls and shifts into different images. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, two looks at it, looks at Renee, holds holds it out for Renee. Oh, wait, wait. We're trying to identify it. I see. Yeah, I know what this is. Uh, I've seen one of these before, you know, the old ruined delving days. I got an eight total. Yeah, just really, really nice. It reminds you of one of those, one of those glows, globes that you like shake and oh, it's got like the little bits of snow and there's like a little character in the middle. This reminds me of a winter globe, but uh, it's just a regular ordinary orb. River was correct. Well, maybe somebody will want it. Yeah, maybe. Put it in that bag. Sell it at a uh, pawn shop or something like that. Ah, yes. A glowing orb that we rescued from some ancient elven ruins. (laughs) Sold to a pawn shop. (laughs) (laughs) I bet this chest is worth more than that orb. You want to throw the chest in that bag? (laughs) I think at this point, too, doesn't know when River is being serious until (laughs) River actually does something. Like, if, if if River walks towards two with a chest in his hands, then he knows that he's being serious. <laughs> I think he's looking between two and the chest. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, two just sighs, opens the bag, uh, holds his hand out for the orb at first. Renee gives it to two. Wonderful. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> He's, his attention has just completely, he's like staring at one of the sconces in the corner of the room, like trying to, <laughs> trying to eye it. 
see if it's got any hidden. <laughs> You're not putting another sconce in here. <laughs> I'm just saying, we already have one chest in there. Then you talk him out of it. No one wants the chest? River, you I already know, have mine. Yeah, I'm just saying. I Oh, okay, so you were... Okay, we were all going to have... I think one is fine. You know, we don't have that much room at the... <clears throat> At the apartment, so, you know, it's so much furniture there. Okay. I think after you say that, Renee, Two looks at this chest in a new light and thinks back to the basement that they're using at the moment that has naked mannequins that he's hanging his clothes on. And um, <laughs> he looks at River and he says, okay, bring the chest. <laughs> I'll give you like a... Normally, he, his smile is very distant, but this one's pretty present. <laughs> I'll go pick up the chest and bring it back. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that we're just stealing everything that will, that isn't attached to like the floor. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of character, I almost made the joke to bring the statue, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> if we just drape the bag over the head of the statue like we're putting a condom on it or something then maybe we can take it with us well now that we've taken literally everything out of that room <laughs> you know not everything in ruins is important you know some of it is just junk left behind by old people you know people from centuries ago they had junk too you know they hid both of the things behind a riddle, so they well, they both must be important. Yeah, I feel like it was mostly decorative, though. You know, the 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 chest it felt it felt very decorative. You know, I, I'm surprised they didn't bolt it down into the floor, but they probably thought no one would ever think to take it. So you know, it's uh, I suppose it's a lesson in puzzle making. <laughs> We have this conversation as we're making our way down the long hall. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yep. So you guys head back to the main corridor. And as you turn the corner, you see that there is another door that this hallway dead ends into. Well, you know what Two's going to do. Tell me what Two's going to do. Two's going to try to open that door, baby. <gasps> Another one that opens. And the door opens. And as you oh, no. throw caution to the wind and just walk into the room. <laughs> oh, shit. As if nothing bad could ever happen to you. That's too style. They're going to regret it one day, but <laughs> you step into this long rectangular room. And you see these very tall, what have to be 15-foot statues made of white marble standing within the halls. The ceiling is very high within this particular room. And like everywhere else within this ruin, the floor is covered in the same smooth, shiny marble flooring draped across the middle of the floor in this room is a very long olive green rug that pretty much runs the length of the room with a gold elven pattern that runs through the middle of the rug. One side, the left side, where you can assume a statue must have been, because underneath the rubble of the wall, you see large chunks of marble. Looks like a hand and a face, maybe an arm, mixed underneath it. It appears the wall there has also collapsed, perhaps from the earthquake that people have mentioned up above. The remaining statues, there are three of them. They seem to be equally spaced within the hall, and they are placed directly across from one another. In different poses. And on the, there's a door on the far corner. It appears that there might be a door on the opposite side of the room. Two is going to walk towards the... Did you specifically say that this was like a, a rug, like a runner? Yeah, it's a big giant rug. He's going to stand on it. It explodes. 
Ah, there goes another one. It's a C4 rug. <laughs> Nothing happens. I'll get that's what I wanted. Yeah, this rug's probably about like, I don't know, 30 feet, 25 feet across. And I mean, several feet long. We're talking like 100 feet long, almost 90 feet long. And it's made of fabric, isn't it? You're always welcome to inspect it if that's something that you're really interested in. <laughs> wow, this is just like this fucking rug. <laughs> this is a pretty impressive rug. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a rug this big before. Renee's gonna, um, if you've ever seen a golfer like inspecting the green, he's gonna get up close to the edge. He's gonna get down, bend down, put his nose like an inch from the carpet, and don't he's look going. It. He's not gonna lick it, but he's gonna try to. I don't know, ascertain its origin or age or something. Because he's a guy who knows things about fabric. I want to okay. say something, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Make the history check. History check. Can I add my uh, proficiency bonus since I'm proficient with weaver's tools and know shit about fabric? Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's a 13 total. This fabric is ancient. Ooh. Unsurprising, given um, where it's at. Yeah. It's not a textile that you've ever come across in all the years that you have worked with fabrics. Mm. It's old, so it has degraded a little bit. But for its age... It's held up reasonably well. Um, Renee's gonna he's gonna take his walking stick and he's gonna he's gonna unsheath his rapier from the walking stick. Mm -hmm. And he's gonna walk a little deeper into the rug where there's like a nice square that's got some some pattern on it. Mm -hmm. He's gonna start eyeing it. He's gonna be like, you know, you don't think they would be mad if. <laughs> I took a small square of... I, I, it would just make such a nice entryway mat or a end of the bed rug or... You know, I mean, it, it's just a shame such a nice fabric and no one gets to see it, you know? Why not take the whole rug? Well, I... I, I just... I, I, could, could, we, could, could we do that? Do you, do you think we could do that? <laughs> it's really big. There is three of us. I am going to give y'all just a gentle reminder that <laughs> the bag of holding has limits. You <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> could take everything out of the bag of holding, roll this rug up, cast, no. uh, cast a large reduce on it, and throw it in the bag of holding. <laughs> Look, I, I don't think it's that important. I'm just saying, I mean, it's such a waste to let this sit here. You know, maybe just a small, our space is not that big anyway. I don't think they'd mind. Who's they? You know, that's a good point. I don't know who they are. But they probably don't care. So, yeah, he's going to start cutting a rectangular piece of fabric about... Ideally, he would like to get something about, I don't know, three by six, maybe? Okay. And hopefully he can get, like, a continuous pattern. Like, maybe one of the little oval patterns. Maybe he can, like, isolate one of those and have that be the center of the rug. Yeah, that's perfectly doable. Probably takes you like five minutes. Cut it out, okay. fold it up, put it in your pack. I just want someone to come through these ruins and find chests missing, holes in rugs, <laughs> sconces off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are there any are any rules about people who go into ruins and... <laughs> Messing with is them. it like a union for like? <laughs> I don't ruins. think this is one of the protected ruins. I, I think this is one is a free for all. You know, you can do whatever you want. I mean, I feel I mean, kind of bad, but not that bad. Sconces off walls isn't like crazy, especially considering some of the the state of some of the walls. There hasn't been an order that you can't open chests or take any 
thing out. So, you know. Um, were you speaking, Renee? No, not Renee. I was. Eric was going to point out the irony of, you know, Renee criticizing River for wanting to take a chess and then immediately <laughs> defacing a rug, but <laughs> I'll, I'll just leave it. <laughs> uh, yeah, while Renee is tearing the rug apart, um, Two is just going to very casually make his way to the door at the bottom of the room. Okay. And and try to open it. All right. It's open. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Two just wanted to see if they actually had to fuck around with these statues or if maybe it was just like... The statues nothing. are still. Yeah, they're statues. They better stay still. <laughs> <laughs> While two is going over to inspect the door or to try the door, I think River would just be inspecting this closest statue. He's probably like crawling, cr- like climbing <laughs> up it, just <laughs> <laughs> trying to get a trying to get an idea of like why these statues are here. <laughs> inspecting it, like <laughs> like does it depict a person's face or? Good question. Why don't you make me a, um, I'll let you make me either a perception or investigation. And depending on what you roll is depending on what you get. All right. I will do, I'll do investigation. I think I said I was investigating. Okay. 10. Um, they look like elves. Um, these statues are finely chiseled. The first one that you come upon, both hands are held in front of them, palms facing upwards. They are wearing um, robes with the, the hood pulled up. Hair is about shoulder length. Appears to be a male. There's no plaque on the statue or anything identifying who this person is. There's no riddles just appears to be a statue of a man. It's all one contiguous piece of stone? Yes. From what you can tell, yep. I think he'll climb back down. And River, as you climb back down from the statue, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And we will come back with some more Dungeons & Dragons. Howdy, adventurers. Is getting Grandma's cat off the roof leaving you lacking? Saving Gilly from the Goblin Gang not scratching that itch? Wishing you had something just a little extra? Well, come on down to patreon.com slash allkindoint, where we're cooking up a little something extra. Let me tell you about the Initiate Slider tier for $2 a month. Why is it called that? More importantly, what do you get? Ever hear a Discord? Well, we have one, and if you become a patron... You'll get access to community, meet and greets with all of us. You'll be the first to get news and announcements about the show and other special events. And introducing the Yak Zone. I didn't run that by anyone, but I'm going to make it happen. There's going to be a place in the Discord called the Yak Zone. Patreon members also get early access to episodes. Imagine waking up Monday morning and finding fresh ruined elves right there in your podcast app. That's two days earlier than you'd get it otherwise. And it only costs you two bucks. So join us at the Initiate Slider tier and come say howdy, partner. I'll be waiting for you in the Yak Zone. And if that wasn't enough for you, we got plenty more in the Adventurers Club tier for $5 a month. It's got everything from the previous tier, plus more than you can shake your shooting iron at. First and foremost, you'll get access to the monthly after-show podcast we like to call Finding the Crit where we answer listener questions and talk about the game nearly every which way you can imagine. Now you might be saying, how can a person such as myself submit my own questions for the cast to ruminate on? Well, partner, Adventurers Club patrons can do just that, as well as submitting their own ideas for NPC names and homebrew items. Additionally, you'll get access to patron-only exclusive art so nice it'll soothe even the worst case of saddle burn. And, most importantly, you'll get all episodes ad-free which means you won't have to listen to me anymore. And you can count on that as a prairie promise. 
Moving on up to the next tier, we have the Hero's Euro, coming in at a satisfying $10 a month. Do you like feeling powerful? Do you want to know that you've made a real difference? Do you want to vote with your cash? Your $10 will greatly contribute towards our financial independence. Financial independence leads to creativity and you'll soon see a return on your investment. We'll make more content for you. We already have a lot of great plans and all we lack is the time and resources to work on them. You want upfront rewards though, don't you? That's fine, we totally get it. All of the rewards from previous tiers are yours, but you'll also get your name mentioned in the credits, along with our eternal gratitude. So come on down to patreon.com slash allkanoant and get y'all today. Yeah! And welcome back to more Dungeons and Dragons. So, what is everyone doing? I think um, River climbs down, kind of looks around the room with the other statues, and is like, you guys think this is some kind of puzzle? I think Renee is, uh, Renee has just finished tying up his, uh, his a uh, little <laughs> piece of rug like like one would do a camping blanket on top of your backpack. It's kind of got it rolled up and he looks around. I don't think so, River. I mean, I think it's just someone with a strange imagination made this room. Maybe they wanted to show off this amazing carpet and they had nowhere else to put it, so they said, eh, we need to make statues to match the size of the carpet. While you're speaking... River goes over to this other one and starts climbing up it. <laughs> um, the second statue you go up to, also an elf man. This one is um, to the south of the first one. And unlike the first one, has a single hand outstressed, uh, outstretched, pointing a finger directly towards the statue standing opposite. He'll crawl up to, like, <laughs> the shoulder mm. and sort of, like, lay down prone along the arm and just, like, get a get a good look at exactly where this thing's pointing. Make a perception check. Okay. 18. So you lay prone on this statue's arm and you can see the direct line of sight down this elven man's finger is pointing square at the statue directly in front of it not to the side directly center so when he looks back at this statue's face is it the same as the first one no different features you can tell that the statue of this one is a little softer, whereas the first one, um, the jawline was a bit more chiseled. I guess he'll hop down and walk over to the other one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one, as you, um, you could see from where, where you were on the other statue, but, um, this one, uh, is a little different. This one is a, Elven woman, also with a hood. They all have hoods with uh, plated hair. And she has an arm outstretched to the side, pointing to what you would presume is where a statue would have been standing, where a rubble pile now is and fragments of uh, the statue lay amongst it. I think he'll just, he'll walk over to the rubble. Mm -hmm. And, uh, is there any, is there any piece of this that looks like it's the face or the, or an arm? Yes. Or is it all just too destroyed? You want to make me an investigation? 14. Okay. So, um, yes, as you're kind of like, you don't really have to dig around, um, much. Uh, these pieces are pretty big. You do find a broken face that looks to be uh, that of a another woman, elven woman, and you do find part of an arm 
uh, and two hands. So like a whole forearm, hands cut together, and then so the the hands are connected um, where they touch. And then the wrist um, is the other hand is broken off the wrist. So you find that whole piece. Um, so it looks like that statue had been cupping her hands together in front of her. Um, I think just <laughs> absentmindedly, like trying to like piece how it would have looked. He kind of stands in the spot where he thinks the statue would have been and does that with his hands. Okay. Just so. looks straight ahead at the other statue. So the other two of you, if you happen to be looking, you would see River standing on the pile facing to the east. No. Yes. I know my directions. <laughs> uh, facing the east with his hands cupped in front of him um, like he's in a giving position. The statue opposite him, hands outstretched, like they're ready to receive. The statue to the south of that, pointing at the statue across from them, and then that statue pointing back at River. Does anything... We, we're just watching River stand there on top of the rubble pile? <laughs> yeah, you're just, you're just watching River... Go through all this. River. But, no, uh, but nothing happens. Oh. <laughs> but but what'd you say? Nothing happens? Yeah, nothing happens. River, um, what, uh, what are you doing? I was just wondering what this room would look like with the other statue. What looks like this? Yeah, but River, you, you can't see what it looks like because you're, you're one of the statues, so... <laughs> It's kind of, like I can see what it looks like, but you, you can't see. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Okay, you come over here and you do this. Um. Okay. He's gonna get up to the edge of the rubble pile. How tall? How tall is the rubble pile? Mm, probably about eight feet. Okay. You know what? I have a better idea where we can have. A beautiful friendship moment. Come stand where I'm standing. He's going to go back. He was at the edge of the pile, but he's going to go back to where he cut out the piece of carpet and stand like in the void and like gesture towards River to come over there. Yeah, I'll come over there. All right. Okay, so you were doing the hand thing like this. And then he's going to... He's going to cast Minor Illusion like and create an illusion on top of the rubble pile. Mm -hmm. and it's only going to be five feet tall because that's what he can do <laughs> mm -hmm. but uh, it's going to be basically like just a, a statue person like he's just going to make a generic looking statue person with the robe, the hood up but he's going to make it do exactly what like what, whatever position he saw River doing, he's going to like emulate that okay and then he's just going to put his arm on River's shoulder and point and say, now you can see what it looks like. We can both see. Uh, yeah. It would have been cool to, you know, see it for real. But, um, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I, I guess it does look pretty good. I mean, it's a bit small, you know, for... I could do, you know, a bigger one, but it would be... Actually, no, I can't do a bigger one. That's as big as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's sitting on top of the rubble pile, so, you know, it's it's almost as tall, you know? I think River just kind of, like, leans over and was like, oh, secretly, I kind of thought that there was, like, a puzzle and that that was going to work, but I guess it's just statues. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, not everything is a puzzle, River, you know? Hmm. My puzzles teacher at orphan school said everything's a puzzle. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess that's... And, and then he just starts slowly walking towards two. River's... <laughs> uh, River's... Uh, the people who brought River up have so much to answer for. <laughs> Correct. They've made... 
an enigma. Okay. So there is a door at the other end of the room. Uh, yeah, this whole time, too, is just like leaning against the wall near the door, watching as... I mean, he was intrigued by what River was doing. Maybe it, maybe it would have done something. Um, but they weren't, they weren't going to get involved unless they had to. <laughs> so. so, you come to the store. What do you do? Two goes through it. Okay. So you open the door, and you step through the door, and what you see is just beyond the door, there's yet another hallway, and you notice the path immediately splits into two. One corridor snakes off to the left, while the other continues forward, dead-ending a couple hundred yards into yet another stone door. Much like the rest, uh, because two sees the door right at the end, but can't see the end of the other fork, uh, they're just going to start making their way down the unknown path, knowing that they can come back to the door. <laughs> okay. They don't trust the hand-on-the-wall method, so... All right. <laughs> the sterile white walls of the long, winding hallway turn right, then left, then right again. A couple of ancient lights, dim and flickering, threatening to go out altogether. It eventually dead ends after a couple hundred yards. That was a long ass hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm waiting for y'all to catch up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it keeps going. Though something at the end is casting a tall, dark shadow. Okay, first of all, this looks like a forbidden door. I walked straight past it because... Out of out of character, I'm like, okay, that says no, <laughs> but Renee, I guess that is a door. So <laughs> Renee's just standing by the door, leaning up against the doorway, like examining the back of his fingernails, and like waiting for two to realize that there's a door there. <laughs> He's got like a smug smile on his face. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, so so two walks past this door, and then there's like this uh this annoying feeling in the back of their mind. And they turn back around, and frustrated, they walk up to this door. This stone door has a sigil etched into it. It is three quarters of a circle um, with an opening to the south. And on the north end of this three-quarter circle is a inverted triangle with a straight line going through the center of the triangle and halfway into the three-quarter circle. Mm, Is it something Renee would recognize by looking at it? No. Gonna turn his head sideways and then just shrug, look at two. When two tried to open it, was it just like it didn't budge or did something happen? It did not budge. Ah, uh, yeah, two is just uh, glaring at this door, shoulders a little tense, frustrated. Does two recognize the um, pattern on the door? You do not. Okay, yeah, that's, that's two done. <laughs> two leans against the wall. Can you unlock it? Uh, to Renee? Yeah. Well, I is I can try. Is there a keyhole or anything? There is no keyhole. Is there? <laughs> you know, some you know the old credit <laughs> card trick where you kind of slip something thin <laughs> in between, like where the bolt goes in. Is there any like is there any like anything in the door jam like on the side along the door that I can like poke at? You can make an arcana check. Uh, maybe it's magical or something. I let's trying to see if I can ascertain anything. Twelve. You 
can sense that there is a very powerful magical force surrounding this door. Um, whoa. Uh, I don't think this is an ordinary door. This is, uh, this is a magical door. Like, for sure. But I don't know how to open it. Okay. River just starts walking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, two, two follows River. <laughs> it's like a boring, boring door we can't get into. <laughs> so you continue walking down the hallway. And there is another offshoot to your right. And then you also catch a glimpse of a statue where the hallway dead ends in front of you. Two, two's actually going to give River like a pat on the back and then a gentle shove towards the statue. <laughs> yeah, you, you got this, River. Well, River... As your companions shove you forward, <laughs> you find yourself standing in front of a black marble statue that stands tall, more imposing than the rest. Like the others, the artist took great care to carve every detail with such precision that it looks ready to step off the pedestal at any moment. Four wings are outstretched, both high and low, and a javelin is held aloft, ready to strike. The hood of the delicate robes are pulled down, obscuring the face. You can make a religion check, if you would like. Would love to. That one. <laughs> Anyone is welcome to. I got a four. <laughs> oh, boy. Got a ten total. None of you recognize this particular god. When two catches sight of the wings, they actually move closer to the statue. They, uh, they're going to take out their journal from their, uh, their belt, sorry. And uh, they, they know that River is going to read the inscription and all that. So while expecting River to do all of that, they're just going to start sketching um, the statue. Okay. Make me a performance check. For, for my sketch? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a five. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great, but you know what it is. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> My sacred book. <laughs> um, if River notices, he'd be like, what are you drawing? Is it that bad that you can't tell? I don't think, I don't know if he's actually looked at, at what it is that you're drawing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's noticed that you're drawing something. Two thinks, two, two doesn't even think to question it because he's looking at the statue, looking at his book. Drawing, looking at the statue, <laughs> looking at his book, so he doesn't think that you're even like genuinely <laughs> unable to tell that he's drawing the statue. <laughs> <laughs> like whether you've seen it or not. <laughs> yeah, they would they would tip it back in their hand and um, let you see. All of the writing in Two's book is in a completely different language, so. If there was any like concern that you would be able to read anything, it he's not showing it. The statue is made of black marble. Yes. I think River kind of looks at the statue, looks at the drawing, looks at two. This isn't like you or like your dad or anything, right? The black wings. Uh. That completely stuns too, and they actually like turn to look at you a little bit. Why? Why would you ask if this was my father? Uh, I don't know. This one's got like this one's big. It's got like four wings. You only had two. Um, I don't know. Just could be could be your dad, maybe. <laughs> 
I'm going to say that he's finished drawing his crappy thing after, with a five. <laughs> um, he, like, closes the book. If it is, then I don't know. You don't know your dad? Aren't you the one who went to orphan school? Oh, yeah, I don't know mine either. Well, perhaps we're not so different. He looks at you all, like, bundled up, wearing enough clothes for three people, and kind of looks down at himself and (laughs) (laughs) looks back up and, like, kind of gives you a smile. (laughs) I didn't mean on the outside, whatever. Oh. Uh, Well, you want to know what it says? Yes. He'll read the plaque. So as usual, it is an elvish. And the first line always starts with, Speak these words and answer my question to receive the God's blessing. I have an eye, but cannot see. I weep, but know no pain. I howl, but have no mouth. What am I? Um... (laughs) Two is just going to kind of quietly say, almost under his breath, a storm. Oh, I'm sorry, did River tell you yet? Oh, sorry. Yeah, he would have read it <laughs> out loud. <laughs> it's because it was so quiet, I just thought we were all thinking. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You say, you say storm in common, under your breath? Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, I think River says storm under his breath in Elvish. (laughs) Upon reading the word in Elvish, the base of the statue begins to give off a soft blue glow. Six points of light begin to shine on the wall behind the statue. Lines of light connect between the points until they form the constellation of a javelin. The constellation disappears, and in its place, a door materializes, slowly creaking open. It reveals a room, barely 20 feet long. At the end, against the wall, sits a single, very familiar, white chest, decorated in shiny gold filigree. (laughs) Two is looking extremely uncomfortable right now. (laughs) Like, extremely uncomfortable. Is it because the blasphemy? It's because it's a winged person and the riddle was Storm. They don't don't like the connection, how similar it is to themselves. (laughs) Oh, does two think that their father is actually a god? Uh, absolutely not. They just find it very uncomfortable. <laughs> this is literally what Renee is about to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> literally. No, two really does not think that. Even with these connotations, never crosses his mind. Well, you're, that's not going to stop Ren- Renee from asking. <laughs> Renee's going to come up besides two and and be like, you know, two. Uh, all of the statues so far have been gods. You you don't think your father is a god, perhaps. While Renee is asking, Two is going to be like beginning the process of opening, unlocking whatever the chest. And at the same time, um, they say, Well, my bloodline comes from some kind of celestial being, but I doubt it's a god. That'd be so sick, though. I hope my dad's a god. That would be pretty sick, I guess. I mean, it would make you, like, at least a demigod, at least, right? If your dad was a god, you know? I just think, you know, it, you, you, would, you would probably know if you were, right? I am no god. Nor will you... Treat to me as though I am. Understood? Yeah. Understood. Not what I was insinuating, but... Understood. Inside the chest, 
plays a javelin, the tips on either end jagged like lightning bolts. Two would reach in and take it out. I'm almost scared to ask to roll to roll to try to win this out. You're more than welcome to make an Arcana check. Here we go. Oh, wow. It's a 17. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You have seen this once before. You longed for it, but it was far beyond your means. Never did you think you would see it again. Sometimes you still think of it. They called it. A javelin of lightning. Two, are you okay? Sorry, I was <laughs> I was trying to look it up to... I take it it is a real item. It is a real item. And if D&D Beyond ever wants to sponsor us, then <laughs> we can talk about how easy it is to add this item to your character sheet with one <laughs> click of a button. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We would talk. We're not going to talk about it because they're not sponsored. But we would if they were. But since they're not, we're just going to bleep out their name. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what did Renee ask? Two, are you okay? Uh, two, two, like, turns the javelin over in their hands a few times. And then they turn to look at you, Renee. And you, River, since you're both sort of standing there. Do you mind if I take this? Sure. It's it's yours. I mean, I think we're all going to get rods at some point. So I have this fancy uh, silver one, and you have that uh, stabby stabby one. You see River get really excited. <laughs> like, I'm going to get a rod? Sick. <laughs> Maybe River will get a rod with an orb on the end since she likes orbs so much. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, you you actually get a rare smile. I imagine that I'm, I'm going to say that the neck gator is pulled down at this point. I shouldn't say that like it's such a silly thing because it's a real fucking thing. <laughs> and people are going to be like, why are you always so weird about neck gators? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. You know, the, the mood from before, it's, it, it, he seems to be doing a little better. I mean, it was of his own making, so, you know, make of that what you will. But And then they start walking away. River, last chance for another chest? I already got mine, but if you want it, we could put it in the bag. No, you can't. Hannah's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm putting my foot down, no more shit in the bag. <laughs> Well, Anna's probably thinking. Anna's probably thinking about all the modifications she's gonna have to do to the to home base. <laughs> no more chests can fit in that bag. You you're gonna have to carry any more chests on your back. I mean, he would do that if Renee wanted it. So, after solving the puzzle. And grabbing the javelin from the chest. That's where we're going to go ahead and call it for tonight. All Charisma No Int is a D&D actual play podcast supported by listeners like you. Music for the podcast is courtesy of our own Kyle Sweeney. If you would like to support this podcast and get future episodes ad-free, check us out at patreon.com slash allcanoint, where you can also join our Discord and find additional content like an exclusive post-show podcast, art, and more. Our website is allcanoint.com, and our handles on social media are at allcanoint. New episodes air every Wednesday. If you like our show, please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts.